Welcome to Running Dialogue, the podcast where we talk about all things running. Whether you're a lifetime runner or new to the sport, we invite you to listen and contribute to our Running Dialogue. Welcome to another episode of Running Dialogue. I'm your host, Joe Mambro, Director of Races and Training at the Crim. Uh, flying solo for this episode. Um, figured that it's a good time of year for some check-in, going over some things, share some thoughts I have, open the dialogue. I mean, that is the name of this podcast after all, is to have a running dialogue and encourage uh, some feedback from the listeners to see if there's any topics, any questions you'd like to ask things you'd like to address. But a lot of this is just going to be me sharing kind of, you know, updates on what's happened over the past couple months, where I'm at and my own personal running, um, talking about this time of year, how, you know, if you're in the Midwest area, how it's just prime time for getting out the door and getting some amazing mileage uh, and some great weather. Um, I probably ramble a little bit about random topics here and there, but, uh, yeah, I, in case you haven't, in case you didn't, you know, take part, um, it was just, it's been so nice to be able to return to some, some, some sense of normalcy with, uh, you know, with events happening in person, um, and seeing awesome pictures, looking at results, people being able to sign up and, and do some races. Um, and the crim, uh, was one of them, you know, this was my first go around kind of being the, the lead, uh, you know, person in charge for the race. And it was just so, uh, you know, it was so awesome to see so many people excited to come back to downtown Flint participating in the crim race. And it was, it was one for the books. I mean, it was, uh, if you, if you didn't participate, it was incredibly hot probably one of the hottest, uh, crim races we've ever had to the point where Thursday leading up to race day, Saturday, uh, we had a meeting of the minds and saw, the weather forecast was just going to be brutal with humidity and, and high temperatures from really early on in the day. And we actually decided to move up our start times. Um, you know, and I think in a large part, it was easier to pull that off just because uh, for this year with, um, you know, making changes to how we do things to address the, the pandemic and make sure we're providing as safe an experience as possible. We adopted that rolling start where people just get to show up at a certain time slot and then take off for their race. And I think if we had the structured ways, it would have been harder to pull off moving those start times ahead. Um, but we were able to actually move our start times up. Huge shout out to all of our racers to kind of be adaptable and flexible with us changing plans. Um, we weren't just doing it for random purposes. We wanted to make sure we were safe and getting that extra hour, uh, head start starting earlier just meant more people were able to start their race before it got really hot. More people um, were able to finish before, you know, the highest temperatures of the day, um, were felt. And I gotta say it was, you know, despite how hot it was and how humid it was. I think people by and large really did have a great time. I was able to float around the start finish area, including our festival lot. So I was able to check in on a lot of racers and everyone seemed to be in really high spirits, having a great time. Um, our beer tent was getting some good traffic, which is always good to see. Our tailgate area was happening. Um, you know, the med tent, uh, we had some great uh, med staff with uh, Hurley Medical Center, our official partner. They were able to treat all of the um, people that had come in for this and that, uh, a couple of heat-related things, a couple tumbles. By and large, uh, everyone was able to walk away having a really great uh, experience in a great race, and that was just so, so valuable. Um, and, and I'm able to reflect on it recently just because uh, a friend of mine sent some pictures from the day, but that was a doozy of a day. I feel like a lot of things 
it was uh, the moment of truth for a lot of things. And one, you know, finally being able to return after a year of uh, a virtual crim to having an, our 44th running of the race uh, in person in Flint and me having a little more of an involved part in that process. Um, a lot was uh, kind of on the line for me, making sure I felt like I, I did the job as best I could. And it just so happened that, of course, on that very important day, uh, for me personally, professionally, as well as for our, you know, the entire community, um, it was also the day that, uh, one of my best friends decided to get married. Um, and the wedding would, was taking place in Chicago. <laughs> so, uh, I found myself, uh, in the rare circumstance of, uh, you know, really being torn between two, two different things. This, this friend of mine, he was my best man, uh, in my wedding. Um, he asked me to be his best man. And of course I, I wanted to do everything I possibly could to make sure that I was able to be there, uh, for him on his big day. And so, um, I have to give a huge shout out, um, to my entire race ops crew and team, um, you know, that had put, been putting in all the hours of work well before race day, but then specifically race week and race day itself, you know, we were, we were planning and executing, um, you know, in a good enough fashion that I felt I was able to walk away a little earlier than I normally would on race day Saturday, um, shower up, change into a suit, um, get a huge, uh, uh, ride drop off from my little brother, uh, to the airport and fly out to, uh, Chicago and make, and, and make, not make the ceremony, but at least make the reception and be able to, you know, be there for the, the celebration part of, of that big day. So, man, uh, August 28th will go down as one of the, August 28th, 2021 will go down as probably one of the bigger days of my life between, um, you know, having an awesome race happen and then literally flying out. I felt like I was in a movie, um, making the plane, landing down, immediately getting, hopping into a taxi and then showing up just about, uh, on time to be able to walk in with a, with the west, rest of the wedding party um, for the celebration. So uh, again, huge shout out to my entire uh, Crim Race uh, team for all the work and, and for you know <laughs> granting me enough uh, leeway to be able to leave before the before the whole thing was done um, and clean up after the huge mess we make. And we do make we do make a mess and we do clean it up. Um, so I I can't thank them enough for being in a position to allow me to have that, uh, experience where I got to still be there at, at that wedding and, and what a great celebration that was. Um, a couple of people had run, had run the race and also had been, you know, made the trip over to Chicago too. So it was great to see everybody, you know, being able to have a great time. And gosh, since then, you know, I've been able to fit in all these busy things this year between, you know, the end of August with the day like that, you think, Oh man, it's going to be, you know, the rest of the year should be pretty chill. Now, uh, we, uh, my family and I, we decided to get a new house. So we're working on projects on the new house, moving in, all that good stuff. Um, but honestly, a huge sigh of relief and being able to focus on some other things, be able to focus on my own running, um, being able to focus on coaching. So I coach uh, the community college here in Flint, Mock Community College. I'm the men's cross-country coach. So being able to focus on helping other uh, people get, get fast and really get fit. Um, um, and then help out with some other races. So I was able to 
Tesla to volunteer and help out at the Izzo Legacy Race in East Lansing, um, my alma mater at Michigan State. That was an awesome day. Um, it, it's amazing and, and so exciting to see uh, my little daughter, who's three years old, really catching the running bug. And not for me, you know, you'd think that me being super <laughs> into running all, you know, all throughout middle school, high school, college, um, you know, I'm trying to not be the parent that pushes my kid into doing what I did. Um, but obviously, I want her to, to run. Uh, so it's been fun to sign her up for some races that are way more, you know, fun oriented between the, the, you know, internally, even at the crim, the teddy bear trot that we have and the kids invitational, things like that, the kids classic, um, some more, you know, having a good time oriented, no clock, no, you know, high stakes or anything like that. But she's been having a great time. So she did the teddy bear trot again this year, ran the whole way. Uh, she actually did that half mile at the Izzo Legacy and she is just having a blast. And you can tell, you know, when she's having a great time at the races, but then we'll also, you know, we'll be, whether it's in the neighborhood going on our walks or we go to one of our local tracks and she'll, you know, unprompted ask me or her, or her mom uh, to run a lap with her. And uh, it warms my heart. makes me feel good. It makes me think that maybe my evil scheme to have my, uh, my daughter become, you know, a really good high school runner is, is coming to fruition without me having to do a whole lot. So fingers crossed that she still continues to enjoy the sport and continues to, you know, make some great connections and friends, um, you know, through being on running teams and going to races and things like that. And gosh, you know, all of the best friends I have in my life I've made through running. And it's, it's no surprise there. I mean, you spend so many hours getting to know somebody that, you know, you, you build some pretty strong uh, friendships that, you know, I, that group of friends I have that I've, I've ran thousands of miles with, you know, we're some some live very close, as in like less than half a mile away from me, and others live across an ocean. And uh, that that connection's still there from spending so many so many miles out on the roads, talking to each other, laughing, having a hard time, racing against each other, um, you name it. So I hope that I only hope that my daughter's able to experience that the you know some of those less obvious benefits of of the sport of running because it really can change your life. Um, so so that's been fun, really watching her and. Um, you know, helping out some other races. Um, I'm going to be volunteering and helping out at the Detroit Turkey Trot down in Detroit. It's always an awesome, awesome race. Great tradition. Everyone's in such a good mood because it's Thanksgiving and they know that they're going to do that race and then they're going to be able to eat and drink as much as they want after because they, because they ran a 5k or a 10k or what have you. So, uh, really looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been nice to get out the door. I mean, this weather, I, I think that, you know, it takes some time getting used to it. Um, and by that, I mean just years growing up in it and, and training in it. But if you learn to embrace it, gosh, the, the 40, 50 degree days where it could be dry, it could be misting, it could be downpouring. Um, when you're out there doing it, you know, it's some of the best weather to be out outside running and walking and and things like that so i've been every time i'm able to manage to get out the door i'm super glad i did feels great it's been amazing seeing all the fall colors starting to change and just there's just so many it's hard to beat that feeling of going for a run you know and it's cold out if you aren't running but having your own just body heat from the exertion keep you warm the entire time I was running with a friend of mine and we were on a trail and we were going, you know, pretty conservative pace with it being a, a somewhat technical trail. And just the idea of, man, the way the temperature is and with the pace we're going, as long as we're not pushing ourselves, it was just, it's just one of those days where you feel like you could run forever. Um, it's always just 
an awesome feeling when you're having a great time. You know, you're you're moving, you're propelling your body, but you're not exerting so much energy that you see the finish line. You you you're on those runs, and you're like, man, I'm limited just by what else I have left to do today. Um, not limited by my physical fitness, and that's such a such a free and liberating feeling to be able to just have a great time out there on the trails. Um, if you're in the area, it's the first time I ran on them, the Holly State Rec. Um, so it's, uh, I think it's a state park uh, in Holly, so right off of I-75 in Michigan. Um, awesome, awesome uh, park. And I, I think I'd been to the park itself, you know, the paved parts of the park several times. Um, but I, it's the first time I've ever actually really explored the trails. And there's some awesome trails out there. There's, there's a three to four mile loop um that's a that's a little more technical it takes you right by a big um you know a couple different bodies of water um really beautiful great um you know some good up and down elevation um and just on the other side of the road from that there's uh i think it's a little over a five mile loop so you can get some really serious mileage out there without having to repeat much which is always nice but i can't wait to go back there again holly state rec that's a it's a great place to to get on to get on the trails and go for a run Something fun about trail running in the fall too, where um, you know you don't have to worry about the bugs because obviously the bugs are what's really the damper on that in the summer. Uh, but the fall, you know, it's not as bad with that. It, you know, talk about being able to experience fall in its truest form, running through trails and seeing all the the changing colors up close. But yeah, highly recommend if you're in the area, Holly State Rock, great place to go for some trail runs. Uh, but yeah, that was you know. Being able to sneak out maybe a little bit early in the workday and, and have a, a running meeting, quote unquote, where we're, we are talking about work stuff, but we're also able to do it, you know, in an office that is uh, trails in Michigan. It's pretty hard to beat. So looking forward to exploring some more trails um, the next couple of weeks before it gets too terrible on the trails. Um, and then another big, you know, all of my friends have been trying for a long time. I have a bunch of friends that are super into cycling, and I see that kind of as the natural progression. You know, my running, I think my fastest days of running are behind me. I still love running, and I love, um, you know, the idea of trying to get back into being in good shape. But um, between just limited time and then also um, just... Probably the Achilles tendonitis I will never get rid of. Um, I'm trying to find ways to supplement that that running to be able to still feel fit and um, just be out the door for activity. And um, finally pulled the trigger and I, I, I got myself a gravel bike and it, I got it a while ago. I've been waiting on it patiently and impatiently at times, but it's finally shipping out. Um, recording this on November 1st. Uh, it should arrive in the next three days. So hopefully I'm able to assemble it quickly and take it out on some chilly but dry rides before um, before I have to take it inside for the winter. But I'm super excited to get um, on the gravel bike and, and try that out. I think that with the way that I'm viewing the bike right now, you know, some of my favorite places to run are just the endless dirt roads in the area, specifically in Fenton, Michigan, where I grew up. There's tons of awesome dirt roads out there. Um, I already have some friends that are pretty into gravel riding that have suggested some other areas, but that's how I envision it. I, I don't know. Maybe eventually I'll be out there on the roads, but that seems a little terrifying to me right now. Uh, for some reason, it just feels less terrifying to be out on a little less... Uh, trafficked uh dirt roads um for now at least just to get myself into the sport but yeah super excited for that to to be arriving and and uh look hopefully i can get on some rides before hooking up to the trainer and riding inside in the winter um 
but yeah, I wanted to make sure I was able to keep the tradition alive for this podcast. You know, it's, it's been a blast recording these and there's, there've been some really, really exciting episodes where you know, I've had some amazing guests. Um, I was just talking about the podcast with, uh, with the student athletes at Mott and looking over the, the list of guests we've had, um, some notable names, obviously starting out with Bobby Kerm himself, but then, you know, running royalty, like, Greg Meyer and, and, you know, recent talent and, and friends of the crime like Noah Drotti and, um, you know, like curveball guests like Lisette Oropesa, who's just this amazing opera singer who I'd never, you know, would have known about, let alone dreamt that I could have a conversation with her for over an hour. Um, but yeah, just, it's been, there's been some great experiences because of this. And, and, you know, I hope that it's been uh, entertaining for you guys. Um, you know, and you guys and gals out there listening, um, well over 7,000 downloads, downloads in other countries. So it's, it's really fun to, to be able to share stories and, and, you know, I, I want to try to make this a little more of a two-way communication. So we're going to work on coming up with a way for you to be able to submit questions, um, whether it's an email um, and then maybe even have a segment each, each of these episodes where we do some, um, some Q and a, or some like, Hey, bring up a topic and, and we'll riff on it for a while. So for now, I guess I'll just share my email, um, in this episode and encourage you to ask a question. You know, if you want to hear about a specific topic running related or not, um, if you have a question, whether it's a fun question, like I think we could have a really fun conversation on arguing the benefits or like what's better, um, for fall running. Is it half tights or, uh, shorts? Um, you know, things like that, little fun prop, prop polls. Um, I think that'd be a, a great way to engage with all of you. And, uh, obviously I want to, anytime we're talking about running or cooking or hot sauce or beer, or coffee, or any of those things, those are the, those are the conversations that my ears perk up because I love talking about them. So, uh, if you have any, any ideas, any topics, any questions you want to ask, any experiences you want to share, um, we want to, uh, we want to make that voice heard. So, uh, send those inquiries, send those questions, send those ideas, topics, what have you. Uh, you can send them to my email and that's jdemombro at crim.org. That's J D I M A M B R O at crim.org. Or you can find us on Facebook. Uh, I think it's crim races, um, and events. And then uh, Instagram uh, is crim events, crim underscore events. Um, tag us, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Bring up some interesting topics. Because, um, yeah, we got some time to kind of sit down. And I think it's time of year. I think most, you know, if you're getting ready for your fall marathon, best of luck. A lot of you, I think, have already, if you if you have a fall marathon or half marathon on your calendars, it's, it's come and gone. And uh, I hope it went really well for you. But now is the kind of time to... You know, especially after maybe some cross country seasons are, are not quite done yet, but it's getting close to the time where you look at the body of work that you did, you make those decisions, you make those revisions. It's a nice time of year to be in that reflective state of mind. So, um, I look forward to having more conversations like this, whether it's with some special guests we have coming up, um, whether it's with you, the listener or myself, I don't mind rambling, uh, and talking to myself and hopefully people find it interesting, but 
Uh, it's a shot in the dark to see if <laughs> how this episode goes, but I could talk for a while. So if, if, if this is a format you like too, I'm more than happy to keep it up. Um, but obviously, we're, we, we do have some really exciting guests coming up for the next couple episodes that uh, I'm looking forward to having conversations with them. Um, some new guests, some guests returning that have already done an episode, but you know we've only scratched the surface of what we'd love to talk about with them. So be on the lookout for uh, continued upcoming episodes. Um, huge thank you to every... And every single one of you that was in some way involved with the crew race this year, whether you participated in person uh, or if you ran the, or walked the race virtually, if you volunteered, if you supported financially, whatever involvement you had. Yeah, I, I appreciate you. Um, it was a great year. Gives us a ton of momentum for uh, going into next year, which is going to be really exciting. It's a 45th anniversary of the race. So anytime there's those anniversaries, we want to make sure that it's a really, you know, the best celebration it possibly can be. So um, plans are already underway for making Crim 45 the, the you know the best event it can be. Um, I'm really excited. I'm going to be going to uh, you know before that. Actually, I'm actually going to uh, NJCAA Nationals with a couple of my uh, MOT runners that were able to qualify individually for nationals. So that's going to be super exciting to finish out the season with them. Best of luck to those two guys. Um, we're going to be going to Richmond, Virginia, in a couple weeks uh, for NJCAA Nationals. So really excited about that and then after that i'm actually going to be able to go to uh, a conference called the running event in austin texas so going to be able to talk with other race directors see a bunch of other uh, run specialty stores um so you know promoting crim 45 promoting flint as a running and walking city um, but really excited to learn more about other running communities throughout the country really excited to be going to that conference and, and meeting some people and having some conversations heck maybe i'll try to uh, record a podcast down there uh, grab a random guest or just give you an update while i'm in austin gotta be honest i'm looking forward to traveling as much as i love flint um you know that's one thing about the limited travel that's that's been available lately. I'm I'm itching to get out and try some different food. You know, check out some different uh, you know bar scenes, cafe scenes. Um, so really excited to be on the road and and see some different areas um, from a running perspective and just from a you know visiting and uh, traveling perspective. So um, wish me luck, and I hope all of you are are doing well. You have plans hopefully for some for some travel for some decisions and revisions on how your seasons went and um the encouragement from me to you to get out the door once you're out there you're going to stay warm enough you're going to enjoy it you're going to feel all the better when you're done and glad that you got out the door and did it um but until next time you know shoot those emails uh connect via social media and uh we'll check back in with you with another episode uh later on this month um, until then, as Bobby Krim always says, keep fit. And uh, thanks for listening to Run Dialogue. We'll catch you next time.